sisters, and welcome to the show. This episode is brought to you by Pure Spectrum CBD. Sirak and I have been taking CBD and we are loving it. I'm holding the tincture right now. Talia, can you open your mouth, please? Now? Yeah, I'm going to give you a dosage. <laughs> now, keep it there for 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. While she does that, let me tell you the great benefits of CBD for PCOS. Studies show it reduces cortisol. Mm improves insulin sensitivity, mm -hmm. reduces inflammation. Mm -hmm. You can go to PureSpectrumCBD.com now to order and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, at checkout for 20% off. Natalia, hold it for 30 seconds longer while the sisters enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy-free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. Welcome to the podcast, sisters. Welcome! Today, we're going to be covering how to work out for PCOS weight loss, but I just... I just wanted to t talk about one thing. If Sorry if you're hearing some sort of <laughs> noise in the background. There is some sort of huge truck two blocks away in the community. They're kind of like grinding trees. Yeah. You know when you throw that, you throw like a tree into that big machine, and it goes <laughs> and it like breaks up the tree and like spits out the wood. That's basically what's happening in the community today. I just don't understand. Every day it's a new thing. If it's not the gardeners... It's people breaking down the plywood in our patio to replace it because of termites. Yeah. Or Every like day there's kids something. screaming outside. Like we have such a nice community, great weather, everything is so nice. But like every day there's something. And obviously Racket. it's people doing their jobs, so I can't like really complain. But like one day is the gardeners outside like blowing everything and <laughs> cutting down trees and landscaping. <laughs> like everything looks beautiful. So I mean, obviously I'm very thankful. But then the next day, you know, the whole community, I guess they, they found termites in the all the patios or something in the woods. So they're replacing all the plywood in the balconies That's for everybody. Yeah. So it's just like every day there's pounding. Yesterday it was our patio and like literally the whole apartment was shaking. Shaking. Like an earthquake. My guitar fell down in the other like th the other room, not even by the patio. In the other room <laughs> in the back of the house, my guitar fell down and just like. They were know. hammering so hard. But honestly, the only reason why it bothers us is because we film so much. Yeah. Like yesterday we were trying to film in the morning and we had to cancel it for four hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we're podcasting. We're doing a live or, you know. Yeah. like So then I even yesterday I went downstairs and asked the guard. Oh, yeah. In like the most polite way. I didn't want him to feel like. Of course. Know, he's just doing I'm his job. Trick. I mean, he's not doing Excuse anything wrong. Me. I don't just... mind. But <laughs> how much longer are you going to be mowing this? Yeah. <laughs> And then the other thing is, I mean, I don't think our neighbor listens to our podcast. No. But our neighbor across the street Shh. is so loud. So loud. I mean, she has Screaming. kids. And I, t I understand. Like, I, I had two nephews or three three nephews and one niece. So I know, like, it's very, like, yeah. it's not easy taking care of kids, yeah. especially boys when they're little. But the kids aren't loud. The parents, the, parents the mom is loud. so loud all day. And I totally understand. Too. At the end of the day, you know, you treat, you're taking care of a child, like, you lose so you your wits. You get so much stress. I, I understand. It. But it's so but loud. But every day, all day. All day. Sometimes I yell out the window. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the baby will be yelling like, mama, mama. And after like two minutes of this, I'll just, I'll just like yell out the window, shut up. <laughs> 
I'm hoping they don't think it's me, but like you know, like it's just hard to take sometimes. It's hard when you're at home using recording things and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but again, it's life. Everybody goes through something. Yeah, we can't expect it to be quite just. I because hate to of complain. Us. These are such minuscule things to complain about. It's just we're trying to record a podcast and people are shredding trees totally. outside. Imagine, of all the imagine moments. you listen to this podcast and all you heard was a baby crying in the background or yeah. trees being crushed in the background. That's why. We, that's the only reason we care is so that you, your experience, doesn't get ruined. Yeah. But anyway. Anywho, on so to working today. out. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about how to work out for PCOS. As you can tell from my shirt, I'm wearing a Nike Fit shirt for working out. The only sweat wicking. Yeah, sweat wicking. The only, <laughs> the only thing I don't like about this shirt is it like shows my nipples. You know, oh like oh my god, it's because it's so tight. I have to make sure that it's not like you're fine pointing. You're <laughs> fine, YouTube. We apologize. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, today we're going to talk about how to work out for PCOS weight loss. A very common question in the PCOS community, you know, we always talk about what is the right method to working out. Obviously, it's different for everybody, but we suggest a slow weighted approach instead of doing intense workouts and intense cardio. We'll get all into the details why and um, and why and how we recommend a slow weighted workout. Yeah. And if you're new to our podcast, Sirak mm-hmm. is our PCOS personal trainer yes, ready true. to give us the tips. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So the first thing I want to bring up is the most important thing. The number one thing you should be looking at. The number one thing that is basically... What is it? Is the most important thing. And that's nutrition. Well, No matter how you work out, no matter what workouts you do, if your nutrition isn't where it should be or it's not right, then you're not going to get the results you want. Mm-hmm. So, and this affects mm-hmm. everybody. I mean, it's not just women with PCOS, but also men. So like... Everybody has to worry about nutrition, and it will always determine your how res- much fat you store. Yeah, your because results because of insulin. Yeah, so if you want to yeah. lower your body fat, the first thing to start with, the first thing to look at is nutrition. Mm-hmm. It is the only and the one thing that I would say to choose if you had to pick. Be- if you had to pick between working out and nutrition, always pick nutrition. That's true. And then add on the workouts afterwards. The five stage success path and the sisterhood upgrade mm-hmm. starts with nutrition in the first four stages and the fifth stage is working out because yeah. that just like adds and supplements to it. Yeah. So basically, I'm trying to get myself fired from this position. No, I'm trying to say it's not important. <laughs> no, no, it's important. No, really. It's um, make, make sure nutrition is on point And after that, that's when you focus on yeah. working out. Yeah. So uh, when it comes to working out, a lot of times, you know, uh, sisters will ask, can I do kickboxing? Can I do high intensity interval training, also known as HIT? Can I do, you know, like CrossFit and a lot of these different workouts? So let's get into what we don't recommend. Okay. We don't recommend doing intense workouts or mm-hmm. intense cardio. And there's a couple of reasons why. So when you do intense workouts, what happens? Your heart rate increases, right? You can feel your heart rate pounding. Your breathing increases. You're basically going to the state of mm-hmm. for a long period of time, maybe the whole workout, maybe like the whole time, right? So what is this doing? This is increasing your stress hormones. It's spiking your cortisol levels. Why? Because your body realizes that it's in fight or flight mode. It's realizing that you need to perform. You need to do something to save your ass. It thinks that you're in danger almost. Mm-hmm. A lot of times... This is actually a good thing because it will help you perform better and it will help you go longer. However, for a woman with PCOS, 
you're not able to lower back down those stress hormones as easily. What this what happens instead is your stress hormones stay elevated for a day, sometimes for days. So have you ever felt like you worked out and the next day you woke up and you were completely fatigued, agitated, like you didn't want to get out of bed, muscles are completely sore, and you know, not only that, and then days later, weeks later, you're not seeing results. Yeah. In some cases I hear sisters they gain weight. You know, because oh, yeah. they do crazy intense cardio, deplete their sugar uh-huh. levels, and then they have to, you know, to have a big meal because they're so hungry, starving. And then over time, what happens is instead of losing the weight, uh, uh, yeah, instead of losing the weight, they gain the weight. That's true. And also, when you do high intensity cardio mm-hmm. for a long period of time, you're pumping sugar into your bloodstream. And you're doing that because it's like your body is, you know, pumping the sugar so that you can burn it, so that you can survive this like long, intense cardio session. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But because we're insulin resistant, we can't burn it very well. And what happens is that that sugar goes and stores as fat in our cells yeah. around our liver, this and that. So basically, it's like contributing to insulin resistance rather than, you know, helping us. To you, And you would think like I'm going to run for days so that I can lose some weight. But no, yeah. like for PCOS, that's not how it works. Yeah. And like for cardio, if you're doing so, you can, you can still do steady state cardio, which means you're running at a steady pace where you're breathing normal throughout your throughout the run and your your heart rate is normal throughout the run because you're able to control that by keeping the pace at a steady level you're comfortable with mm-hmm. and you can burn calories this way but honestly that is not the best way to lose fat it's not the best way to lose weight one hour on the treadmill is not going to get you the results you want it can help you burn calories and there are obviously some cardiovascular benefits so i'm not saying stop yeah. it there are benefits to your cardiovascular health but in regards to fat loss and weight loss, it's not going to be as efficient as your other options. I can attest to this. Mm -hmm. I used to think that if I ran five miles a day, almost every day of the week, this was college, freshman Mm -hmm. year, Mm -hmm. you know, PCOS all over the place, then I thought that I would lose weight and I didn't lose any weight. I hurt my back. I already had scoliosis. I made it worse on that treadmill and I was hungry all the time Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I gained weight from it. Yeah. I got bulkier. It was like really not, yeah. not and ideal. Based on everything we're talking about, it makes sense, right? Yeah. So um, instead of cardio, so well, actually, let me say one thing. When you do cardio, let's say you run for 30 minutes, and I'm just going to throw out a number. You burn maybe two, 300 calories, let's mm-hmm. just say. So after your workout's done, you go and have a meal. You know, if you're having dinner, your meal is going to be more than that. Mm-hmm. So you're already um, eating more than you, than you burned from running. Right. And you don't, with, with cardio, because you're not building muscle and you're just running, when you run, you don't build lean muscle unless you're on some crazy incline. You just basically lose weight, like, um, uh, ratio, like, equally for muscle and fat, right? Mm-hmm. So this doesn't do much in regards to your metabolism and your insulin, resi- and your insulin sensitivity. So it's not as efficient. So going from that, I want to go into why I recommend slow-weighted workouts or also like known as weight training but what we recommend is doing it slowly mm-hmm. so with with um the reason why we recommend slow weighted workouts is it helps you build lean muscle now lean muscle is very beneficial for your uh for your uh, weight loss and for your just overall health uh lean muscle mass can help with insulin sensitivity when you actually do like let's say thigh workouts it helps to pick up the sugar in your bloodstream therefore helping with your 
insulin resistance. Right. And then also another um, benefit of having a little bit more lean muscle mass is you have a greater depot storage for glycogen. 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 So you have better, you know, you can last longer. You have mm-hmm. better um, uh, energy levels. You won't fatigue as easily. And when you have more muscle, your body requires more energy because muscle requires more energy. Fat doesn't require anything. It's mm-hmm. just fat. It's just stored. It's staying there. But when you have muscle in your body, that needs energy every single second every single hour so what does your body do for that in order to compensate for that it increases your metabolism so you always have more and more energy so when you have a higher that's great yeah when you have more lean muscle that means your metabolism will be higher not only when you're working out but even after you're done with your workout Mm -hmm. studies show that your high uh, the higher metabolism stays elevated sometimes for up to three days and wow. it will actually stay elevated permanently if you have if you just create more muscle mass, then your metabolism will always be higher. And the reason why Sirak mentioned thigh workouts earlier mm-hmm. is because they're the biggest muscle in your body. So like the more you do, you know, weighted squats, things like that, mm-hmm. the more you're going to build that muscle, that biggest muscle in your body and pick up a bunch of sugar from your bloodstream and burn it for yeah. energy. Yeah. And like you said, improve your metabolism. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, um, when it comes to women, it's here's the one good thing I'm going to say. When it comes to women, actually, it's a lot easier to develop lean muscle mass mm-hmm. because compared to men, there's there, uh, women have less already to begin with. Mm-hmm. So when you start, you'll actually get faster results compared to men because you, you like your body will build it faster because it doesn't have as much. Interesting. Whereas when you already have it, it's hard to build on top of it. Right. So when you don't have as much, you'll actually have faster results to get the lean muscle mass. So don't be discouraged that, oh, like I've never done a slow weighted training. I've never worked with weights. I'm not going to get results. Actually, it's easier for women to get lean muscle mass because you have less Mm. to begin with. And just a thought for that, because we tend to have a little bit higher testosterone with PCOS. Yeah. You know, it makes us build muscle easier. So a yeah. lot of women out there listening may find that um, that you do get muscular fast. And I know you're going to go over this, yes. but they I'll might think that like they're getting bulkier or something. But really, if you change your diet so that you can improve your testosterone levels and you can really target that issue at the same time, you know, that won't be the case. And also these workouts that we recommend don't. Um, make you bulky and Sirak will get into that. Yeah, I'll get into right now. But a lot of women with PCOS, although we have fat on our body, um, we have a lot of muscle underneath it because Mm -hmm. of this testosterone, this high testosterone. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting because you might not expect an overweight woman to be as strong as she is Mm -hmm. and have as much muscle underneath, you know, at all. So... It's really incredible. So the conjunction of nutrition and weight training. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very it's, important it's, it's to develop science. the lean yeah. muscle. Yeah. And let's get into that, the science. So uh, many questions I see is, will it make me bulky? Absolutely not. So when it comes to the slow-weighted training, especially the, the methodology and the, how we recommend it, it's all dependent on your nutrition. So what it means is if you're eating, you know, like unhealthy, you're eating a little bit too much, you will, you can get bulky because your nutrition, you're, you're having a lot of calories, a lot of all these things. Then when you do weighted training, you may, it's like 
you make it a little bigger, right? Mm-hmm. But if your if your nutrition is on point, you're following, you know, like a healthy diet, maybe you're gluten dairy free, mm-hmm. and in that case, you will not gain muscle mass in that way. Instead, you will gain lean muscle. And even the workouts that are we designed, it's not made to make you get bulky. So here's a little tip and trick that I will I will teach you. In weight training, this is how we look at it. If you want to get bulky and have muscle mass, this is how you do it. You go heavy and you go low reps. So you go like 100 pounds and you do four or five reps. That's how you get bulky because you're going extremely heavy and you're doing as a couple of reps, as many as you can because it's so heavy, right? That's how you bulk up. When it comes to lean muscle, the science behind it says you do higher reps with low to medium weight. So that means eight reps, 10 reps, 12 reps, maybe 15 reps with a lighter weight. That's like, let's say for a bicep curl, we're talking like five, 10, 15 pounds. So you do eight, 10, 12 reps in that range. That actually builds lean muscle. The second you go into four to six reps with higher weight, that will build bulky muscle. So there's a whole science behind it. Wow. So think of those two things. One, it's your nutrition. And two, it's the way you do that weighted training. It's about the reps and the weight. And the way we design all the PCOS workouts in the sisterhood, on our course, on Instagram, TikTok, everywhere we've designed it so that you can get lean muscle mass and not bulk up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then, whoo, I just went off a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and then the Are next you sweating? Thing, Good thing your shirt's wick resist- yeah, sweat my, resistant. Easy wick. Let me just smooth out my chest here. Oh my God. <laughs> my nipples are pointing again from the shirt. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay now another common question is how can i lose fa- uh, lose fat in the uh, midsection okay right? which is a very yeah. common thing you want to like lose fat in your stomach mm-hmm. get like abs and just you know like feel more confident right very natural and i totally understand it and i used to think like i used to think i have to do a thousand sit-ups f- do ab workout after ab workout to lose fat just there wrong so i learned through my experience through research and reading that you don't have to um, like uh, focus on just one body part if that's what you want to like get better at. So like let's say you have you have fat in your midsection, right? When you work out, let's say you're doing a leg workout or, or full body workout. When the workout is done and your muscles are depleted and they need to recover, they will be pulling resources from everywhere. So they're basically your to, in order to build lean muscle, your body needs fat. So your body is going to look for fat everywhere. So wherever fat is stored, maybe it's in your stomach, maybe it's in the arms, wherever, it's going to go and look and grab it, grab it, grab it, grab it. Now, of course, there are, like, if you do leg workouts, your leg, your legs will become more toned. Why? Because you're, you're building lean muscle, and that lean muscle is using the fat around to become leaner, and therefore, you know, your, your, your legs become more toned. So the same thing can apply to sit like to your abs and like everywhere else, but still in general, you want to do a full like workout on your body, like legs, upper body. And then you can maybe like do one workout that focuses on like do an ab workout at the end of your workouts. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. You have like a 10 minute ab workout for us at the end of, you know, leg day or whatever. Yeah. Just like tack it on. But that's not what's making us lose the belly fat. It was the leg 
you know, the engaging the core while you do the squats and like the whole body approach. You said it exactly, babe. Yeah. So it's not the ab workout at the end that's making you lose weight in the midsection. Mm -hmm. It's actually your whole workout. As I mentioned, your your body will go look everywhere to find the storage of fat to recover because that's what muscle needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then um, a lot of times, you know, there's quite uh, a lot. A lot of sisters will ask me about, you know, oh, what about pre-workouts? I need energy to start my workout. Oh yeah. Or what about like post-workout? What Good should I take? Lord. So I've had some patients take pre-workout and uh, it just messes them up so much and have puts you tried them. It? No, my God, no. Yeah. I. I don't like to be stimulated. Like, just leave me alone. I'm like a turtle, calm. Like, you know, I don't like the whole. Yeah. But my, I've had patients who have taken pre-workout and there's so much caffeine in it and their mm -hmm. heart's jumping, their mind's racing and they're not losing weight. And then their trainer's blaming them yeah. because and they, they don't, don't realize weight. that the, tra the, the trainer doesn't realize that they're pushing them so hard making them do things they shouldn't be doing yeah you're not gonna lose weight if your cortisol is through the roof you're just not it's gonna all go into your belly everything you eat you know what i mean yeah the so science shows so like why we talk about that so high cortisol yeah. levels will impact your midsection because you will gain weight there yeah exactly so i mean caffeine contributes to it pre-workout contributes to it these long intense workouts contribute mm -hmm. to it no yeah not here for it i'm the turtle so when it comes to pre-workouts many times they have like harmful ingredients so like one they have a lot of them have have caffeine which we know increases stress levels cortisol levels they have um, artificial sweeteners which we know will impact your insulin resistance and they have um, a lot of harmful ingredients like acasulfame potassium which we know is like harmful for human consumption on a day-to-day -day basis so mm. There's a lot of these things in there. So for that reason, don't recommend it. What I do recommend is eating at least one hour before your workout so that you're not on an empty stomach. And what you want to eat is something that has protein, carbs, and fat. So you have long, sustainable energy throughout your workout. Mm -hmm. And then after your workout, I do recommend having maybe a protein shake. So you have some high protein consumption to help recover, for, uh, to help your muscles recover. But you also do need carbs too and healthy fats as well. So definitely have a meal. So like maybe have a protein shake right after your workout, you know, shower, do your thing and then sit down for dinner or lunch or whatever, whatever it is within half an hour, never exceed more than an hour because at this point your body is like looking for energy, mm -hmm. is looking for carbs, is looking for protein, is looking to, you know, help your muscles recover. So if you don't eat soon enough, then it'll do the opposite. It'll start eating itself to recover. Interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about how to do slow-weighted workouts. So many times, you know, um, when, when you hear slow-weighted workouts, you might be asking, what does that mean? Um, does it mean I have to do my workout in slow motion? Like, <laughs> no, not at all. So slow-weighted workout, what that means is you don't want to be swinging weights. You don't want to be going into this high-intensity uh, mode. So let's say, let's start with a, let's go with an example, like a bicep curl, you know, very uh, straightforward exercise. You're holding the weight at your side and you're curling at your elbow to bring the weight up, you know, a bicep curl. So when you do this curl, you want to come up with the weight at a normal speed, not fast, normal speed, come up right to your shoulder. And then when you bring back down the weight, don't just drop it. Okay. This act of dropping the weight will actually 
take away the, all the work from your muscles. So like when you drop that weight, you're literally just dropping the weight and catching it at the bottom. Your muscle didn't do anything. <laughs> and not only that, when you do this movement like for 10, 15 times, and if you're doing it like that, it becomes like this whole swinging thing. Your heart rate's increasing, yeah. your breathing's increasing, and now it's becoming You're going to hurt your elbow. You're going to hurt your elbow. Exactly. I like that tip. You're going to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. So instead, what you want to do is bring back down the weight slowly. So once you come up to your shoulder with the bicep curl, you want to come down slowly, maybe about five seconds. So now the, the bicep is completely engaged, and it's controlling the weight coming down. Many times, this will do more work than actually when you're going up. Oh, yeah. So, I feel that. Yeah. On the way down, it does a lot more work because not, not only are you controlling the weight, you're balancing the weight and your body and everything. So on the way down is the most important thing is to control it. That way, when the weight's lighter, you will do way more work in those 10 reps than if you were swinging. So try this. Grab a, a weight of 10 pounds and go really fast, right? See how many reps you can do if you go really fast. Now do the same exact weight, but do it the way I just recommended it. Go up normal speed, come down five seconds slowly. Normal speed, five seconds. Now tell me how many reps you can do. I guarantee you it won't be as much. And that's because your muscles are doing more work and they're fatiguing a lot sooner because of that. This is definitely my style. I can tell you this much. Yeah. Afterwards, I feel so relaxed. The whole workout was like a meditation in some sense. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, you know, I'm not overstimulated. I'm listening to music that's, you know, keeping me in a good mood. I'm not fatigued afterwards. These like slow motions yeah. don't pump up my cortisol and like get me all hyped up and nuts. Like you don't have to be nuts yeah. to get a good workout exactly. in. You will be sweating like oh, yeah. afterwards. You might think like, oh, you'll, this is easy. No. You'll like, feel the burn. You're going to yeah. burn. It's going to be great. And the burn is good. Yeah. The burn, basically when your muscles are burning as they're going down and like things like that, what, what does that mean? It means your muscles are filling up with lactic acid because mm -hmm. your muscles are being pushed to their capacity. So when that happens, your muscles build with lactic acid and that is a good sign that you're doing something right. Obviously, if you're feeling something else, it could be an injury or something <laughs> like that. So be careful if yeah. you're feeling joint pain, knee pain, that could be something else. And yeah. By the way, the same approach with the bicep would apply to like a squat. So basically you go down slowly and you come back up normal speed. You don't jump back up. You don't burst back up because that's going to increase your breathing, your heart rate. You want to come down slowly, get low as you can with the glutes and the legs. This, the, 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 the statement that I, I love hearing is ask the grass, go down as low <laughs> as you can and then come back up yeah. slowly. And the same approach like will apply to many workouts. So yeah, this is like the, my basic tips and we're, we're going to get into some sticker questions sticker but my question. basic tips with the working out is one number one most important thing is look at your nutrition if your nutrition isn't right it's not going to matter what you do with your workouts mm -hmm. understand why intense cardio and intense workouts may not be right for you understand why um slow rate of workouts can actually be more impactful for uh, weight loss and your results and, you know, just keep in mind of these different workout tips as you go through your next workout. Maybe you can try it. Maybe adjust your workout to see, hey, maybe if I do this squat like you told me, maybe it'll be better. Let me try it and yeah. see how you feel. One step at a time. Yeah. So now let's get into, um, we asked on Instagram. Uh, what was the question, babe? So I asked on Instagram story to our fellow sisters, mm -hmm. 
What are some reasons you struggle with working out? So the first answer is songs. <laughs> This girl, she says What? she struggles with finding the right songs to oh. work out with. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That's funny too because we we actually have a playlist. Right? Yeah, I wanted to say that. That's why it caught my eye. What was it? Tell them we about have the playlist. a playlist on Spotify called PCOS Weight Loss Workouts, and they're just like the right beat to work out to. They're not like really <laughs> like fast. Colin's favorite songs yeah, for working out. They're like relaxing beats. You know, gets you hilarious. in the mood. I love it. My so sister that's on Spotify. All the time. How do they yeah. find it, babe? Yeah, just type in PCOS Weight Loss Workouts. Maybe we should tag it on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, <laughs> some other answers. Um, it's hard to find the motivation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, What it can think? be. So, like, uh, the, the, when you first start with working out, you're like overwhelmed with like the results and like wanting you yeah. want to get it in one es day, one week. Yeah, especially if you've worked out a lot before and not seen results, and then mm -hmm. you've given up because you spent so much money at the gym and so much time and stuff like this. Yeah, and, and like it, it's a, uh, it's progress and to me honestly the most motivating factor is the first sign of progress so like let's say you have a goal right you're not gonna get to that goal unfortunately in one workout session or in one week because it takes time like your body composition it's not an easy thing to change mm -hmm. it's not easy to gain lean muscle mass and you know lose fat it takes time your body has to go through some time to in order to change that so when you first see that first sign Maybe you lost one pound, which is a great result for for each week. You can lose one to two pounds. Those are great results. But when you see that first sign of progress, I promise you, you'll be so motivated. Seriously. You'll be so happy. Mm -hmm. And you'll be like, I can't wait to go to the gym. Yeah. I look in the mirror. I'm like, oh my gosh, I look different. And then I want to work out more. Yeah, exactly. Okay, next, fear of judgment. Uh, This is... You know what? This is why I like indoor workouts because I can just like have the privacy of my home. Sure. But, but also, yeah. No, you say. No, yeah. I mean, fear. people aren't even looking at you. No. You think they are and they're not. Seriously. Not. And if anyone judges you, like get the hell out of here. Yeah, absolutely. But also, I want to say actually it's the complete opposite at majority of gyms. Like for some reason, I don't know, like gym people respect like everybody who is right. there they don't care what you're doing if you're doing something wrong or if, if they think you're doing something wrong or anything they respect the fact that you're there and you're trying something to better yourself and there's no sense of judgment if anything they might come up to you and try to help you in any way they can mm -hmm. so don't ever feel like we, when we were, were going to the gym before this whole covid thing there was like this guy who is who would always do these crazy workouts and you would always be next to him he was like a fun guy mm -hmm. he was just like say what's up to us and like even though we were doing like a slow way to work out <laughs> we never, were doing the exact opposite yeah we're doing the exact yeah. opposite of what he's doing he, he would never he would always be like smile and like talk to us like never a sense of judgment he's just doing his own thing yeah he that's what everybody's looking doing at us. everybody's focused on themselves at the at the gym yeah you're like looking in the mirror at yourself yeah and you're trying to like else. do something to better so everyone is there to better themselves so they will always respect you and yeah. wish the best for you change your mindset because Here's the thing. No one's actually going to come up to you and say mm -hmm. something. But you convincing yourself that they're thinking something is holding yourself back. And they're probably not thinking something. And even if they are, they're not even going to say it to your face. Mm -hmm. So like, why are you creating this mental block for yourself in the first place? If you could just yeah. change your mindset and convince yourself that everyone thinks you're beautiful, you know, that's, that's the same thing. Like that'll motivate you at least. Yeah. Maybe no one will come up to you and say that because they're busy working out. Yeah. 
you know? Exactly. Exactly. So one of the answers, the next answer, low energy and fatigue. So the thing with fatigue is these types of workouts aren't going to drain you, mm-hmm. you know, hype up your cortisol and affect your sugar dump sleep and things like that. Yeah, exactly. So um, with that, I would say if you're too tired to work out, go ahead, sleep, yeah, don't work out, go on a walk instead or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But maybe like if you can do something like go on a walk yoga be active in a, in be a, a little bit active yoga it's good, good for you it gets your mood up it'll help you sleep better and maybe you won't be fatigued and tomorrow. you'll feel better like oh i did that i felt i wasn't feeling good but i still went on a walk i still did 30 minutes of yoga you know what i'm ready for tomorrow yeah exactly it might motivate you and change your outlook tomorrow and maybe tomorrow you'll decide yeah, to do it see if like maybe oh why am i fatigued did i not eat enough today something off of yeah. my diet it's, it's looking the root issue as well um someone says losing interest on doing the same workouts every time yeah so you don't have to do the same workouts every time that's like the the best thing about is like slow weighted workouts is there are so many weight training workouts yeah there are so many workouts that involve dumbbells kettlebells we show you on our stories a lot on our stories several times a week you can find some in our instagram feed you can find some in the sisterhood of course yeah so on the sisterhood we have a whole library of pcos friendly workouts that you can choose from Mm -hmm. but we all we also some of you may know we have a whole workout course for you uh it's a four week uh workout plan every day is like planned out for you with the workouts and the sets and the reps even better is like we actually me and Tali teach you how to do each workout in the video walk you through it with a step-by-step tutorial through each week till the end so you can find that on our website pcosweightloss.org and basically enroll in the course and then you have lifetime access so even after the four weeks is done you can retake that course over and over and over again or even go back to a specific week and do it and that also it, it comes with a if you want to it comes with a meal plan so you can have a four week meal plan with step by step tutorials on how to make the meals and work it together with the meal plan and the workout work in conjunction and you can get the best results that's right um i mean pretty much everyone is repeating themselves and saying fatigue low energy always tired i'm just like every single message is that yeah so hopefully our tips can really help you and also you know, going gluten and dairy free, girl. Try yeah. it out. Your energy, your mood. Yeah. It can all change. Someone talked about bad knees. Uh, so oh. with, if you have bad knees, um, it could be due to a couple of factors. Well, one, you may have some, you know, some uh, knee issues, like some knee health issues. Or so check with your check with a doctor to really look into that. But also um, your form. So like a lot of times people, you know, when we do lunges and squats, if you're doing it in a bad form day after day, that's going to cause uh, pressure on your knee you're eventually going to have a knee injury so like for example when you do forward lunges i always recommend to to be aware of where your knee is when you do a lunge you when you come down to the ground your knee should be right above your ankle this like almost like a 90 degree angle from your ankle to your knee to your thigh so this uh, this makes sure that the pressure is not on your knee but it's on your thighs and your glutes whenever that knee goes forward now the pressure is going more on your knee. So if the knee is f- like forward, like uh, past the ankles, now there's pressure there. There's a, you'll feel it in your joints. Mm-hmm. And then if you do that way too much, you're gonna get knee pain and like knee injury eventually. So keep that keep that in mind. Same thing with squats. You want to make sure your knees don't point inward; they point outward. 
and keeping your back straight so that you don't put extra force on your back, but the force is more on your lower body. And, you know, like these kinds of things to make sure that you don't uh, injure yourself. That's right. That's, that pretty much concludes the sticker portion of this okay. podcast. <laughs> All right, very cool. Uh, let's go into the hotline, hotline and see what question we got this week from a sister. All right. Hi, it's Kelly from North Carolina. I have a question about exercise. I've struggled and struggled with weight loss, but I do play tennis, and I also love to swim, but I can't get my weight to come off. I'm reading lots of conflicting messages about whether to exercise or whether to not exercise with PCOS. So could you clarify? I'm really looking for um, some way to make myself feel better, which is what tennis and swimming do, but also I really need to lose the weight. And I'm working on the diet part as well with no dairy, no flour, and no sugar. So thanks. I appreciate you guys. So, yeah, that's a great question. You yeah. know, it, it kind of sounds like, well, first, I wouldn't say don't do any exercise because mm-hmm. you know, exercise is very important. We've talked about it on previous episodes where exercise is great for, you know, mental health yeah. and your overall body health. So um, when, when we say don't do intense workouts, we don't mean don't do any exercise. Yeah. So um, so it sounds like the sister here, she does tennis and swimming. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of these can be intense. Yeah. You know, if, especially like a tennis match. If you're playing with a friend, you're going back and forth, yeah. side to side. You're Sweating, running, sprinting, running sprinting. A lot of times you're under the sun, so you're breathing heavy. Your heart rate is probably like pounding as you go through each set. You know, game, set, match, love, 40 to love, whatever what the, the terminology <laughs> is. <laughs> so um, that may be the reason why. It may not be like the tennis. Like Maybe you can still play tennis if you mm-hmm. just learn to play uh, in a more steady fashion. Maybe like more like a practice rounds or something maybe you yeah. need to um maybe do a little bit less tennis and more of a, like a slow way to workouts or a workouts where you're more comfortable with you know yeah going a little bit lower intensity same thing with swimming um swimming if you if you go like sprinting or if you go too fast you're going to be uh creating an intense workout for yourself but also about these two workouts i mean just from the both of these are are a bit more cardiovascular workouts. Yeah. Swimming does involve the muscles a lot. I love swimming. I even like I will go into the community pool mm-hmm. and I do like these aero like acrobatic moves in the pool. I don't even swim. I go to like to the deeper section. I stay floated and I do like these acrobatic moves because the resistance of the With water. Your legs, yeah. Yeah, the resistance of the water creates this workout for me and like it's a full body workout. I freaking mm-hmm. love it. We should do that again this weekend. Yeah, I was thinking of doing a story about it. Like, yeah. you filmed me doing the, the workouts do in the it. pool. Yeah, that's a good summer edition. Oh my gosh, how cute would that be if I got, like, pool weights? <laughs> I'm so, so doing this, guys. Yeah, so, like, both of these, they're a little bit cardiovascular workouts. Like I said, swimming can be more um, resistance. But uh, try to ch- see if you can change your workouts to, to like, you know, um, apply a little bit more of the slow-weighted approach or at least just applying some resistance. You know, you don't have to get, like, like we mentioned, heavyweights, you can just maybe go ahead and grab um, like light dumbbells, grab a cable, you know, a resistance cable that can pretty, pretty much act as weights. And even like, uh, I should have mentioned this earlier, like you can grab weights from your house, That's like, a, like a textbook, like a textbook from college or, or, or high school. We all know those expensive books. <laughs> They're freaking 10 pounds. Put them to work. You, we paid all that money for it. Probably wasn't <laughs> worth all that money. You know? <laughs> Let's put it. Let's put it to work. You know, like be creative. Like you can grab a pot of your plant, you know, and like just hold that against your chest and go down I into a squat. I love that idea. Yeah, 
I was actually thinking of doing it the other day. Oh my god, like a plant workout series on Instagram. Oh great, that's done. Nice now. You guys, so many new ideas coming to me. So yeah, try to see um, if maybe you should be switching some of these cardiovascular workouts into more of a some resistance workouts to see if that may help with the with the weight loss. Right. Yeah. All right, let's pull up the win of the week. Yes. So as always, we like to. Uh, Announce the win of the week, which is a sister who's managing her PCOS like a boss and yes. losing weight. We also mentioned her on the live earlier. Oh, today. yeah, we did. Her name is Fatima, and she says, Hi, Talene. I'm writing this message to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all that you do to support us sisters through thick and thin. For college students like me who are completely broke, knowing that someone's got got your back with PCOS is yeah. a huge support. Yeah. I've been taking saw palmetto, having spearmint tea at least two to three cups a day and hibiscus rosehip tea at least thrice a week for the past two to three months. Mm -hmm. My hair fall has reduced drastically and what's magical is the fact that my eyebrows are filling in. I've had light eyebrows since the beginning of my PCOS, which goes back to 2014. Mm -hmm. The difference is so noticeable now and the little bald patches by extreme hair fall now have baby hair growing and also i used to have so much hair fall that i had no hope in anything working for it let alone spearmint tea i had to shave every alternate day because that's how thick and full my mm. chin hair would grow i recently tweezed them and oh my god Talene, i can't explain my emotion right now my hair has improved so much amazing that's amazing awesome. good job uh, fatima you were very proud of you yeah. and the one thing i want to say about her is i remember her specifically uh, fatima she um sorry if i'm saying your name wrong fatima mm -hmm. um she messaged us uh, i remember like three months four months ago and she asked this question about like how can i help with my hair loss how can i help with the growing mm -hmm. the, the growing hairs on my chin and stuff yeah. and we responded to her we told her you know it takes time it's about diet and These lifestyle are some change things you could do yeah and like it's really about the patience with yourself and seeing the results and like letting it, it takes like six months maybe yeah. 12 for some people yeah and she did it consistently consistently and then she messaged us that was her yeah. message months later saying how it worked for her so great job on you fatima for being patient with yourself applying what worked and just you know sticking with it because that's like really the hardest part sometimes yeah. it's like being patient with yourself because you want yourself to change so fast yeah exactly we sent her a voice me memo afterwards yeah we were so excited both of us yeah she was really excited so about that cool. she got really happy and that's what we're here for you know to make you guys happier and like being able to manage your PCOS with like a much more positive vibe yeah. because you don't have to feel negative like Talion has had PCOS her like since the last 10 12 years mm -hmm. and she's like Managing very like it. look at her she's very happy what it's, is she doing it's all good ladies yeah. eventually you'll figure it out just hang in there and keep investigating your health yes so Thanks so much. This is the best way to end this podcast right now. So positive, positive vibes. Everybody's happy. Happy Let's for all this. the sisters. You know? That's right. All right. All right, sisters. Thank you for joining us. Have a great week. Remember to follow us on Instagram at PCOS.WeightLoss and the sister and her mister. Please uh, subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. The YouTube channel will be having a lot more videos coming up, not just about the podcast, but we're going to do some taste testing with gluten and dairy free oh, products yeah. we're gonna do it's some coming. fun videos that are gonna be very entertaining we're really excited yes. stay tuned stay tuned bye
Bye bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out the Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS, from stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.